Um, just one of my, uh, my method, um, just the Lord helped me out, is that uh, I, I think I was sharing with some, some people last night, um, some friends last night of a, a meal. But, um, you know, when you're, I would never get up unless I felt God had something to say. <laughs> I wouldn't really, seriously, you know. Um, and I once heard the Lord say to me, he goes, he said, um, you know, you don't spend time with me. I'm like, I'm always praying. And he said, you're always asking for words and messages. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. And you think about it, if you speak regularly, you know, like, if I find it boring, then you guys will. So it's really hard for me to be interested. You gotta know that's a good way to vet things. And it's like, so what happens is that he said, if you just hang out with me, then I'll give you what you need to say, what you need to say. And it is not unusual for me to get stuff actually in the meeting. That's what I'm like, over on the side there. I'm not trying to put up a new post or selfie on Instagram, look at the worship, you know. Uh, so, so, but what happened on Sunday, um, I felt to, to go home, the Lord said, I want to speak to you. And I looked up a very, very key passage of scripture that's very much, I believe, it's the word of the Lord um, because so much is happening in the world. Again, you look at your phone or if you still watch television or whatever, I think, you know, there's something is just major development. I mean, there was today, I think, Visa, MasterCard, PayPal shut down in, in Russia and uh, Russia, Russia, Russia. And now they're forming sort of a financial alliance with China. And there's gonna be a third wheel called India, a third wheel called India. I mean, who knows that's a major development. This stuff, stuff is happening all the time. Um, again, some, you know, you've got to triangulate, but uh, Breitbart are quite reliable. But basically in America, they shut down the Keystone Pipeline, as you'd be aware, because um, I think Warren Buffett's train didn't want, couldn't go across it or something, I can't remember. And uh, what's happening is oil prices are exploding around the world. In America, that's per gallon, not per litre, and we're talking close to $7. And when Trump left office, it was under two. Uh, and also, like, we're talking like it's been alleged by uh, Congressman Rubio that um, they shut down the Keystone Pipeline, and what's happening is the Biden administration are now in discussion trying to buy oil off of Venezuela. I mean, the world is going crazy. It's going crazy. And rather than being tossed to and fro, we need to know God's MO for us. And, um, and so I, I went home and the Lord says, I want you to look at this passage of Scripture that's so key, there's so much in it. And then it was still unfolding as I was in the worship because what happens when people engage is that um, things start to open up and you start to receive easier. So he dwells in the praise of his people. But the context of this is that Jacob, uh, he was called supplanter. Jacob used to mean supplanter and deceiver. That's a great start in life, isn't it? It's up there with Jabez. And so uh, and Jacob had been, had ripped off his brother and his uncle ripped him off. And then he fled his uncle. And then what happened after that was resolved because God intervened. Now, aren't you glad that if God has called you, He fights on your behalf? Aren't you glad? 
Even if you totally mess up, it's as though the righteous may fall, he will not allow them to be utterly cast down. All right? So, so then uh, God intervened um, uh, through a dream to Laban. But then what happened was, this is a really crucial little nugget in Scripture that's hidden that we need the Holy Spirit to breathe on. Because if we actually get understanding of what this, this principle is and the mechanics of it, what happens is that the end result is we will learn to lay a hold of God so drastically that our destiny will, 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 will come into manifestation. Our nature will change so much that He gives us a new name. Okay, because it says that to him who overcomes. And this is a lot of promises. And I just, there's a, I feel the glory of the Lord in here tonight. I'm very excited because um, he's speaking to us on a national level through this word, but specifically here. <clears throat> I don't usually open like that, but yet here we are. What I want to do is I want to start with, I just want to just read those two verses and then I want to give you some, um, some word meaning. So it's, it's a, a Genesis chapter 32 verses one and two, and it says, so he'd left Laban, oh sorry, in the bit, I'd keep it up, but the bit, bit I forgot, Laban had pursued him and he'd ripped off his brother Esau and that was unresolved. His brother was older by not much, but he was a warrior. He was a warrior. And he, back then, they didn't have, uh, you know, Small claims court, <laughs> tribunals. Let's do some mediation. Back then it was like, I kill you. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so, so he, he was stressing out. So he just got over the Laban thing. And what happens, this is about convergence. Have you ever felt that everything's closing in on you? Have you ever had that feeling? And so... So uh, Jacob had that feeling and this encounter was key for him to come into understanding to be able to lay a hold of his destiny so much that he, his nature changed. So this is, here it is. So Jacob went on his way. And just so, it's so factual and glib, isn't it? It's sort of like, so, uh, so Carl went on his way as he just did then. And the angels of God met him. You're like, nice. <laughs> the angels of God. Well, you went on your what happened? The angels of God met me. And so it's just very factual. Uh, and when Jacob saw them, he said, this is God's camp. And he called the, the place uh, Mahanaim. So I'll pronounce it better when I can read it phonetically down here. But, um, and so when you read this in the, uh, in, the, well, in the original New King James, that's not the original, you know what I'm saying. Um, it said, this is God's host. So he came across and he, he, so Jacob journeyed from one deliverance into pending disaster and the angels of God met him. And it was what we had is we had, this is, he said, this is God's host. And he called the name of that place. Uh, here we go. Uh, Makanaim, okay? You've got to put an emphasis on the And so basically, uh, so what's interesting is that by it, it, the word for God's host, so God's host is Elohim for God. So we obviously know we've got El Shaddai, Elohim, El Elyon, etc. 
Um, and it's, then it says, uh, and then it says, um, uh, Elohim, here we go. There's just a lot of things swirling around here. Uh, uh, machane, all right? But then what it means is this. It actually means an army. So it's God's army. He met with God's army. And so you could say soldiers. Um, and also in there, there are possible variations. Remember hermeneutics with the unfortunate name named after Hermes, but basically it's Scripture interpreting Scripture. And so the two possibilities are armies and or dancers. Okay, so it's a company. So he comes and meets God's, uh, 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 God's host and then he, so, so that's the, the, the name of the host, uh, but the, he, he named the place Double Camp or um, a place of two companies. So he, he's, he's coming out of a massive, amazing deliverance with blessing, a lot of sorrow at the time though, and then he knows he's going to go into a very, very uh, dire situation with his very angry and hairy brother. <coughs> and so, <laughs> there's no pain like hairy pain. So basically, hairy fear, prickly heat. Anyway, so, so basically what happens is that he's like, he's, and then he, he, the angels of God met him and then he named the place two camps. What's really interesting, or two companies, is that we have here, I, we see through Scripture, I'm just trying to, I'm going to be, I don't want to jump around the place. Are we seeing the, we, we have the unison of two armies or two companies, a heavenly army and company and an earthly army and company. So it's not he saw two of heaven's armies, it was actually it was, it was Jacob and his company met with the heavenly company. And God wants to teach us about what it is to be in unison with heaven and heaven's army and heaven's company. Can someone say amen? He wants to teach us this. He wants to teach Australia this. If we're gonna sit in the Eastern Gate, we, better, we, we wanna do well. We don't wanna just get a beating. Hey, what's the matter with you? I'm in the Eastern Gate. You know, like, come on. What an opportunity. I oh, know. <laughs> Serious. We need to learn this stuff. So God was teaching. We said two companies. <laughs> and so you go, wow. So they're sitting there. They're sitting there and they're just sort of like, you know, you, 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 the angels of God met him. And what are they just sitting around, you know, just sitting down and like, how you going, mate? Yeah. How you going? Yeah, right. What are you doing here? Yeah, well, helping you out. They're just sitting around. We're not entirely sure unless the genius of the thread of Scripture reveals to us what took place in the Song of Solomon. In the Song of Solomon. Spoiler alert. And so basically is that if we can put this, if we can put what actually happened in 6.13, Song of Songs, He's talking about the Shulamite. He says, come back, come back, O Shulamite, come back uh, uh, and come back again. <laughs> this, is where the, this, is the, this is the first original love song, pop song, all right? <laughs> Just a lot of repetition. <clears throat> this, we're gonna come into the bridge that we may gaze on you. Um, anyway, all right, come back, come back, O Shulamite, come back, come back. <laughs> you know, some songwriters, they're not that inventive, are they? 
okay? Or they could, or could be come back. Anyway, that we, that we may gaze on you. Next bit, please. Why would you gaze on the Shulamite as on the dance of Mahanaim? So we find out, we find out that it's two camps, heaven's camp and earth's camp. And it wasn't just two armies, there was a dance. There was a dance, there was a synchronisation, there was a unison of heavenly being in unison with earthly or probably more vice versa. And this is what we need to learn to do. Can someone say amen? We need to know what it is to work with the angelic and be in use in, in, in and We've got to be usinin with for God. Pray, that God. Lord, I'll in me. I am your vessel. And so, there's something about not just us doing it for God, but us synchronizing, actually, with the heavenly dimensions. And so. What I find interesting is we're called to live by faith. The just shall live by faith. And it's a dance. We need to know. We need to know what that dance looks like. And literally, it does take two to tango. And when we start to learn this, God will teach us about faith because if we just, if we don't understand this and we think we're just doing it for God, we can go into presumption. And if we just sit back waiting for God to do it like many do, then nothing happens. We need to know that living by faith actually is a dance between the earthly, the heavenly, the, the human, the angelic, the divine and the natural. And so, um, that, that creative union. So we have a problem. Is that in the West, we've talked about Prince of Greece, Western mentality, is that things are static. Things are about form and about feeling. Whereas what happens in the Hebraic mindset or the kingdom mindset, everything is constantly moving. That the trees worship the Lord, they clap their hands together, the, the fields cry out, um, the islands can disappear, the mountains can melt, the stars can fall, the, the sun can stop giving its light. And remember, we're talking about a multiverse. We're talking about a multiverse, but nothing is immovable in Hebraic culture. Whereas in, in, in Greek culture, a lot of things are static. And that has been our natural inheritance. And we have to, <coughs> by design and on purpose, break out of that prison to see the glory of God and the destiny break through into our lives. And so we think spirituality, now we don't, we don't theologically, but we do in praxis. We just, we're here and we're here and we're here and we're here and we go to a conference and we're here and we go, yeah, good. And we'll apply some of it. That is not a dance with heaven. That's consumption or even waste. And we need to I, I, I go, Lord, how can you penetrate our collective mindset in the Eastern Gate of the Nations? I found it, um, a visiting ministry said, whenever they come to Australia, they find it easy to dream. They dream and they see in the Spirit so easily. 
And, and, and that's no surprise because with the indigenous, it's the dream time. That's the real world. And so that's, a, that's part of the destiny of the nation is, a, is, is, is Australia is and New Zealand meant to be a prophetic first fruits. Then they said, but when you go to America, it's much easier to see power. It's easier to see and dream in Australia, but it's easier to see power in America. Hence you see First Great Awakening, Second Great Awakening, Brownsville, you know, Pensacola, uh, Lakeland, uh, uh, the Jesus movement. And the key word is in the second word. It's movement. It's movement because dancing involves moving. And what happens is we've got so locked in that passive, you know, some churches, I think where we can do a lot better, but I think we're the exception, is there's not much difference between a church service and going to the movies. Other than it's not as interesting and there's no popcorn. That's at the movies. Let me just make that clear. We'll pray for you later. Okay. <laughs> because everyone's just sitting there uh -huh, like this. And what happens, what I'm talking about, I don't want it to lock it within the confines of the ecclesia or the meetings per se. This is stuff that has to be engaged daily, regularly, when, you're, when we're outside of this environment. I mean, I, I just want to, like the Lord is telling us, He says He wants us to see the dance between the heavenly the heavenly and the, and the natural, but it's a dance, it's a partnership. It says, go out into all the world and lay hands on the sick and it says, and the Lord worked with them. They didn't do it and the Lord didn't do it. The Lord worked with them, but it requires movement. And we joked before, uh, where a stand-up comedian was talking about Australia's language, how, and, and Daryl said that this most, you know, non-committal is, you know, how you going, mate? Not bad. How long you been here? Not long. How far, uh, how far away is that place we're going to? Not far. When are we going? Not long now. How much was that? It wasn't cheap. And it's such a non-event. And so it's not, it doesn't lend itself to movement and change. And that's like, because uh, we, 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 we have to go into that mentality where movement in concert with heaven brings results. And that's what that heavenly dance is. That's what that Hebraic thing is. Because I'll tell you what, the, the Bible knowledge in the West would destroy the exploding church in the developing world, but the growth of power in the fruit in the developing world would destroy the Western church. And we've got to understand what pleases the Lord. It's not more knowledge that's unapplied, locked up and we're still Cancer rates haven't changed. Divorce rates haven't changed. We actually need to see that open up. And so one of the things is this, in regards to movement, we know that faith is first hearing, but many of us think that what happens is that what we do is that we, we think we need to hear and then believe and then do. Whereas the Bible teaches we hear and then we do, and then we believe. We wait until we believe it, 
and it actually causes paralysis. We're waiting for some sort of internal aha moment. Now, I'm not, I'm all for meditation. I'm all for prayer, looking at a scripture until it's quickened to you, all those things. But those things, that's still action. Is that God's calling us to be in concert with Him to actually move in a biblical way. So you have here James chapter uh, 2, verses 19 and 20. I'll read it and then I'll paraphrase or transliterate. It says, you believe there's one God, you do well. I believe, I believe. And says there are other entities that believe too. Oh, the demons believe in God. Demons believe in God. You know, the the first entities to bear witness to Jesus were the the demons in the synagogue. I know who you are, you're the Holy One of God if you come as a tormentor before the time. They bore witness. And the Pharisees are going, I'm offended, this is Joseph's son. You could be, like, I've got cats now. My life's changed. <laughs> this morning was, okay. Yeah, it was wonderful. And so I'm the one that cleans that up because if my wife sees that, she imitates it. <laughs> but you can be like, I remember like I was in such a, such a uh, dark lost place as a teenager <coughs> and I had a, a Siamese cat a Siamese cats if you can't see him you can hear him and this is the cat that when we locked him out of the house when we we're having dinner he cl- climbed up on the on the roof and meowed down the chimney like he was so angry at us because we could hear him coming out the, the fireplace we, we're going I can still hear Sam with the we, we're opening the where is it like this one we know he's upset with us. Where's he going? Because we had one of those things under the fireplace, so the rain would come down. And um, and, he, and we went outside. And he's, he's just like he's absolutely outraged. How dare you lock me out? I'm hungry. What would happen is I'm so like, and then he would just like a point in the room. He'd just look at it, and he would just like start hissing and that. And I'm going, all right. I do not have any religious background, but that's freaking me out. And my cats, you know, when the atmosphere changes, I see now, not all angels are warm and cuddly, by the way. So we, for those that don't know, I have, we have two cats and a dog, and the dog's called Boof, okay? And we, one time we saw we, the, the Lord manifested up the block, and the dog acted so weird. There was a column, and... <laughs> like this you know it was going bananas and it's like but sometimes the cats you, it'll just there a bit of a glory in the room and they start purring and rubbing up against you going you're just using me to get to Jesus and <laughs> and so you've got these Pharisees like this like this, you know Joseph and Mary we all know they weren't really married right and the demons are freaking out you're the holy one like this is that, is that sometimes we're the last one? We're the last ones to cotton on. So demons believe. If we go back to that, demons believe and they tremble. Next one. Did you feel the demons tremble? Okay. So, do you want to know, a oh, foolish man, that faith without works is dead? Faith without movement is dead. Just having like you know, so mm, 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 I believe. Do you know what? We actually have to engage our whole life our body our everything for faith 
We have to engage it. And I'm just saying, I know this. God wants us to move. And Aussies aren't great at moving. Like this, is, like this sounds so, now I know my ABC. Next time will you sing with me? And it's like the Lord's saying, I wanna move, but I can't move until you agree to move with me at the same time or even step out. He wants us moving. And so Australians, this is like, see, when we did the pop-up rally on Thursday, uh, Dr. Barry Manuel will be speaking the first 20 minutes on what the Bible talks about of the believer and civil disobedience. You need to be there if you're not planning to be there because we don't record it because we like to, we like to go off-road and get a bit rugged, okay? And so, and so what happens is that so much as the church, I, again, talking last night, I, was, I heard after lockdown in Victoria when the churches opened up, 40% of the church across the board never returned to church. That's a big deal. Is that the great falling away? Maybe, maybe not, I don't know. I'm sure it can get greater. Um, not believing for it. And so, and, and so, but what we have here, see this movement, <clears throat> you know, when we had all the lockdown stuff and then it was all very new to us and you go, you know, um, this is actually what's taking place. And I can't remember when it came into effect here, but we had an initial lockdown and all we, we used to have the police. We had neighbours calling the police. And what happened is that I, there were many, many congregations where they just did live streaming. And I know some places couldn't meet. I do, do understand that, so that's the exception. But what happened, some people would like record four or five messages in a row on, uh, and, then, and then send it on the given Sunday, but the world had changed in that one week. And when we couldn't, when, when we only were permitted to have just a preacher, people operating the desk in the band, that was it, like, I don't know, what was it, 10 people? Every week we struck the ground. We never stopped moving. We had to keep moving. And what happens is you take for granted when darkness comes over to paralyse, to steal, to kill and destroy, people atrophy. Rigor mortis sets in. We don't understand because the devil is terrified of faith-filled, spirit-led movement. And we were preaching like there was no tomorrow. And people, they're feeling the glory coming off of the, off of the, uh, the live uh, 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 feed. And there was times where, like I said, we, we were so many dramas, but our church changed in our church's history level on a historic timeline because we just kept moving. Because at the moment, they don't want they being however you want to attach that they too. They don't want the tabernacle of David. They don't want believers meeting together in agreement, in unison. So He commands a blessing. They don't want people laying hands on the sick. They don't want people moving in the gifts of the Spirit. They don't want the glory manifesting in the gates of the cities. They want to shut things down so there's no movement, but people still have faith. And we need to understand as Aussies, in the Eastern Gate, you cannot have faith without corresponding action. You cannot have faith 
without movement. And God's saying, He wants His people to move because He showed this to Jacob. Because unless something changed in the spirit, his brother would have killed him because he would have got the blessing. Unless something happened, so his life depended on it. And we're in a season now when we can actually lay a hold of God like never before, but under the, the spirit of wisdom and see our life change. I've, I've been at crossroads more than once and, and God's given me a grace to lay a hold of Him and not just come through, but become changed. We don't have to live in fear. The fear of God delivers us from all other fear. In essence, what you fear is your God. And God wants us to know that if we have committed to moving, what was sung before? Uh, uh, fire by, uh, a cloud by day, fire by night. And that was kept moving. Can you imagine you got a tent, you set up, and all of a sudden, like the cloud starts moving, you're going, what? We've got the best view we've had for months. Unbelievable, we just, you know. You move when God moves. We, I don't own this church. I don't, unless this is the Lord's, it's dead. It's dead. Candlestick's gone and we just, and so it's about movement. We're like, you know, could you, the, the Lord, you know, can you start doing primary produce? Okay, that's where you're moving. And boy, is he moving. Can you uh, give stuff away in care packages and sow into people who are hurting? He's moving. Homeschooling, he's moving. We're talking like, like and I'm sure missions and all that stuff will, 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 will jumpstart again at the right time. But it's actually learning that, that the wisdom to what it is to move with the Lord. But we are so, we're more atrophied than we realise. And I say that not just as an Australian, but born and bred in, in Adelaide. The atrophy is astounding. We've had so much stuff stolen from us, so many lies told to us and we keep copping it. And the Lord wants us to know we don't have to do it in our own strength. We can do it in dance, in concert with Him. You know, <laughs> one of the things the Lord taught me years ago, He says, act like the Bible is true. You know, I prayed, I, 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 my, I was so low, I had to reach up to touch the bottom. Not only did I have massive debt, I had no cash flow and no prospects. And I asked God, I didn't understand how to pray His Word. I didn't how, understand His promises, His covenants. I didn't understand the faith realm like I do now. And you know what I did? I acted like the Bible was true. And the Bible says, it, whatever things you ask for, when you pray, you must believe you have received them and you have them. And I thought, how would I act if I had them? I'd be thanking God. So I thanked God for hours a day while I'm standing in, in front of a big fat zero nothing. I started acting like the Bible was true and God was faithful and I thanked Him. Yes, I quoted Psalms. Yes, I, I sung and I danced. And, and, and in a couple of months, it wasn't about whether I was trying to win God's favour. That acting actually had to impact my unbelief first. And when the unbelief was removed, then God actually could absolutely not just tickle me under the chin with a blessing, but invade my life with glory and overtake me with blessings for years. Because I chose to move. 
It didn't make sense, but when you move, it, it moves the heart of God. When you witness to someone, when you lay hands on the sick, when you step out to do something you've never done before, we have to break off the, 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 the rigor mortis, the atrophying phenomena that's on so much faith. We haven't equated it with action and moving. But yes, by all means, worship. Yes, by all means, meditate in the Word, pray in tongues, pray, but then it has to have corresponding action. I'm just gonna skip over some stuff because I want to. Uh, Hebrews chapter four, verse 12. It says, for the Word of God is living and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. It's so sharp, it pieces even to the division of soul and spirit and joints and marrow. And is a discerner of thoughts and intents of the heart. That word, uh, two-edged sword, actually, actually means two-mouthed. Because I think stoma or stomos, distoma, I think it is, dis meaning two. Um, but stoma actually means, what that means, it means that, that cut, that edge, that cut on the front of someone's face is actually the mouth. So it's a double mouth sword. Oh, what does that mean? It means that we've got to find out what God is saying from heaven and we've got to say it here. That's a dance. That's a dance. When you complain, when you gossip, when you say things that aren't true, are sarcastic, divisive, you are not echoing heaven, you're working against heaven. And he says, I wanna teach my people how to dance with me so we can see manifestation. You go, well, words are cheap. No, they're not. Because words are the rudder that steer the whole ship. If Jesus said, He said, what comes out of your mouth defiles you, know what goes into it. And so that part of that, 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 that dance with heaven is actually that movement in the mouth when we learn to say what God is saying. Even generic positivity outside of Scripture still has an effect still has an effect. But how much more when we speak the Word of the Lord, when we speak, fill our mind with the Logos so we can speak the Rema, we can, we can speak it out. And that's something I've practised for years. I, I just like, I'm not lazy and I'm also not stupid. And I don't wanna spend heaps of energy for vanity. So I need to know God's ways. And if something is God's, He goes, my ways are not your ways. I, know, I wanna know God's Word so I can not just meditate on it and speak it. What happens if you're getting attacked in your mind? You know, this is the, unless you're in the Spirit and God's, I mean, this has happened to me, you can only think one thought at a time. You can only think one thought at a time. What happens if you wake up in the morning and a Spirit says, Cancer runs in your family, you're gonna get it. That little pain that you've got somewhere, that is cancer like this. And what happens, you start to speak the Word of God. And not just do you speak it, but you've gotta think it as you're speaking it and you actually get behind me, devil, for it is written. I am now saying the same thing that heaven is saying. It's a double-mouthed sword. This is a dance. And what's amazing is the angel of the Lord hastens to perform the Word of the Lord. He's not gonna anoint your opinion. 
And if he does, your opinion must be amazing. Okay? But he generally is about performing his word. And so we need to know the dance between the two dimensions. But it's about movement. Faith without movement is dead. Faith without action is dead. Sometimes that word works. We've, we've got this religious association sometimes. So if like, I believe and now I'm gonna do good things. No, we've got to connect our believing and our action. That's what it means. Faith that works. And we start to see incredible stuff. But when I changed my confession, my finances exploded. They exploded. And I just went, oh my gosh. When you, when you not from here, from here, when you realise that God is your provider, not man. If, 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 if man wants to shut you down, but God wants to bless you, there's nothing man can do. These people, they're, stop, they're stopping me from, no, no one's stopping you. If God is for you, who can be against you? Jesus says, I'll give you the keys to David. Behold, I will open doors no man can close and close doors no man can open. Where's our faith? Where is our faith? So when you have that double mouth sword, you are synchronising with heaven and it's a dance. It's not just like robotic confession. Add melody to it. Add movement to it. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. So this, this, this amazing dance, uh, you, you combine it with wisdom. You know, we've talked about, you've got warfare, you've got, ro- you've got rockets and warheads, rockets as the actual rocket, the transportation device that gets, you know, uh, uh, cruise missiles, interballistic missiles. And that's just like, like a, you know, rocket science. But what happens, if there's, unless there's a warhead on it, you're just gonna get a bit of tin, go <whistles> and maybe kill a cow on a farm. <whistles> but if it's got a warhead, <whistles> praise, confession, worship are rockets. Warheads are the Word of God, the name of Jesus, and the blood of Jesus. You start to have a, a double uh, a mouth sword coming out of your mouth. I'm telling you right now, you are destroying the demons in your vicinity. Who wants to live like that seriously? It's a dance, it's creative. And so you can actually start to speak that. Smith Wigglesworth, one of my faves, he said, if God's not moving, I'll move God. Well, that's a bit presumptive. No, he, he lived for God. He, they go, what's your secret? He never ever prayed more than 15 minutes. Whoa, that's a bit of a weak prayer life. No, but he never went for more than 15 minutes without praying. And so there's, he learned to move with heaven, to dance with heaven. Trust me, any good thing you see in and through this church did not come from man at all. It came through knowing in part how to dance with heaven. Because I tell you what, right now, you know, uh, um, let's just quickly put uh, um, uh, Isaiah 61.3. It says, preaching the, the acceptable year of the Lord. It's talking about the year of Jubilee. But it talks about putting on the garment of praise. It talks about the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Do you have that one? Did I, if I didn't send that one, no? Don't have it? You do? Uh, nope. Okay. So basically, don't worry about it. Don't worry. About, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll quote it. It talks about putting on the garment of praise. You've got to put on the garment of praise. Here we go. Console them, give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy, joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Is he not just going to stand there? Don't worry, that's, that's, that's good. Um, 
is that you choose to praise. That's a dance with heaven. That's a dance with heaven. And things start to move. That's actually movement. You go, brilliant. Um, all right, so there's convergence. Your life is in strife. There's crises. And God's saying, sing. No, he's saying, praise. There's something in one of the Hebrew words is that when you're looking for a, some sort of a manifestation of glory or breakthrough, when you praise God, you wrap yourself in the substance and the mantle of the thing that you're believing is gonna break through into. How powerful is that? Well, it got Paul out of prison. Who knows? Maybe someone at Mount Barker was praising God and then the Lord goes, I'm gonna give that a 3.8 out of 10. And so, and the aftershock was a, amen. And so that is actually, that's synchronising with heaven. Uh, keys of David, I wanna start to land the plane now. I, I, wanna, I wanna, there's something that's really hit me over there. Um, and it wasn't Christina's elbow or a flag. Okay, all right. All right, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna paraphrase, I don't, don't put this up. I just wanna, I wanna breeze through this. I think Elisha, he knew he was gonna finish up. He'd done, he'd, 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 he prayed very specifically and God answered very specifically. He got the double portion mantle and did double the miracles and he was done. Then the king, I think it's Joash, Joab, Joash, I can't remember. And he's mourning the king. Uh, sorry, the king's mourning uh, Elisha. And then Elisha goes, okay, here's the deal. I'm gonna give you a prophetic act to do. Here we're gonna go, is we're going to put, I'm gonna put my hands on your hands and you're gonna shoot the arrow of deliverance out of the window, the deliverance of the Lord. And he's sort of like, all right, so, the first, so this is what happens. This is a big deal. So Elisha puts his hands on his hands and he's sort of like, you know, who remembers training wheels on push bikes, right? Yeah, so Elisha's the training wheels and the king's like, And so what happens, they, 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 they fight it out the window. But then what we have, he goes, cool, now this is what I want you to do. I want you to take this arrow and I want you to strike the ground. I want you, even though it seems foolish, I want you to move. And he had no conviction, he went. And there was no faith attached to movement. And it was under, the, under prophetic direction. And he said, you know what? Because your faith, actually you just really went through the motions, the, the enemy will be held off for a while, but he won't be completely defeated. I want you, your mind to be blown that under prophetic direction, prophetic acts can change history. Because it is a synchronisation, it's a dancing of two dimensions. It's a dancing of two dimensions. And God wants us to understand the power of your praise and worship in this gate, in this city, in this nation. It does not go unnoticed in the heavenly dimensions, but the Lord wants a spirit of promotion to break out through the impartation, the receiving, the application of wisdom. He actually wants us to understand that faith and movement are actually twins. They're actually indispensable. They're, 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 they're fused together. We can't just go, mm -hmm, more information. Yes, that was a good meeting. Look, you know, it actually, actually, we actually have to move every single day. Every single day. If it means getting up early. Uh, I, I, I want to tell you this story. I just, I can't, I, I need to, this, this is the story I want to tell you about. Um, so 
when the Lord spoke to me about the keys of David. And the keys of David, he, <laughs> you go through doors, you find doors, you go places. I'll enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. When you praise the Lord, you go somewhere. You go somewhere in a heavenly dimension. And if you start, if you, I wanna encourage everyone here, if you, in the Holy Ghost, you say, Holy Spirit, help me. You know, I can't do anything of any worth without you. You, you recognise, acknowledge, praise and worship Him and then you, then, you, then you perfect praise because you are already a royal priesthood according to the order of Melchizedek. And what happens, you praise Him and the atmosphere changes and you go, oh, I feel the presence of the Lord. But what we don't always realise is we're being transported to another dimension. And so the Lord spoke to me about this. I was so excited and the, we taught it at the church and, 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 and I, because the Lord woke me up and He woke me up in the fourth watch for months. I'd get up in the morning, I'd praise God and He changed my life and He taught me about all this stuff. Sometimes three in the morning and I'd, I'd do it till six and then like I'd just, you know, then go into other things. I, I wasn't tired. I had supernatural grace like when I was taking, you know, a, a, a communion constantly. Supernatural grace. Keys of David. So someone comes around in my house, he's chatting and he's not in a good way. And I said, what's up? He said, someone's just stolen $100,000 from me. He said, basically in his business, someone intercepted his email and the person that owed him $100,000, they were sent a wrong email, they were sent from a, a fake email, a different account. And rather than paying my friend, it went into a Nigerian princess. No, I don't know. It went, it went into, it went, <laughs> it went into another account. It was reported to the police and the police go, we don't know, we don't know what to do. He said, we just don't know who is the victim of crime. Because this is such new technology. We don't know. And he's saying to me, if I don't resolve this, my cash flow is going to be strangled out and I might be insolvent or shut down my business. And I said to him this, I didn't say that, I talked. Anyway, that's profound. I really felt something on that. No. And, and I, said, I said to him, God's shown me about the keys of David. You've got to praise God. You need to praise God. And then he went, you know what? I don't know if he got a word or a revelation. The Lord said, if you will dance before me every day, I'll do miracles. Movement. Movement. This is what the Lord said to him. Now, his, his, he was on the verge of meeting Esau. Like, like, like he, you know, like in Australia, you've got people from America who watch this, but when you're personally or professionally insolvent, it's different professionally, everyone sets up their companies and their different businesses, their businesses differently. But when you're personally bankrupt, it's a lot hard to come back. In America, you know, it's a, flipping, it's a badge of honour. Yeah, I've gone broke, you know, six, seven times, hallelujah, now I'm worth three billion. It's not like that in Australia. It's not like that, it's not the same. And so, so he's on the precipice and then uh, I bumped into him maybe a month later. I go, how are you going? I thought he'd come up and talk to me about it. I said, how are you going? And he said, you know what? I did what the Lord showed me every day. I danced before him every day and I got all of the money back supernaturally. Supernaturally. Come on, praise God, seriously. Move those hands. <clears throat> Faith and movement. Could you praise yourself into absolute crazy dimensions of favour? Could you praise God into complete health? 
Could you pray? Like this, he wants us to move. And, and this is words being clearly spoken out because there's, there's a lack of movement in the body. People are waiting for someone else. Be the first person to get out of the boat. God wants us, He wants us to move. Now, I'm going to put something out here that this is why God wants to speak to us about this. So you can test this, weigh it, whatever. (laughs) We're coming into interesting times. I was just reading about the digital identity bill that they want to introduce, how they can just shut down everything for you over your life if you said something on Facebook or something. This is where it's going. And you go, wouldn't it be great to build these spiritual muscles before that rubbish happens? Huh? Serious? I mean, hey, I'm not writing off the whole manner deal because this stuff is actually happening. If you told me in 2009, well, no, we saw Noah, okay. No, if you told me in 2018, <laughs> all these things happened, you know, they're gonna shut down the world in a week. You're gonna have vaccination passports, distancing. Your life's gonna be like you're lining up for the soup Nazi. Rules that have nothing to do with health. And when senators demand medical proof for ridiculous decisions, they can provide none but minutes of meetings. I'd never believe you. And so you go, well, it's eased up. No, because there's still work to do and we're in a historic time and God wants to teach His people what it is to dance with heaven through the realm of faith, but it comes through movement and action. And there's been too much of a sense of atrification over the body. Did you know, be still and know that I'm God still has an active participle. It has active parts in it. You don't just go, give me, otherwise I'll I'll do that every night. Be still and know that I am. (laughs) Waiting on God isn't like sitting at a bus stop. Been doing this for three minutes now. It's still active, laying a hold of. Eye has not seen nor ear heard nor has it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those who love Him. That's in Corinthians, but it's quoted from Isaiah. It says, for those who wait on Him and wait on Him is an active dynamic because like when you watch television, it's an active, uh, an active uh, medium that makes you passive. When you read a book or meditate, it's a, uh, it's a, um, it's a passive medium that makes you active. Your spirit grows, your imagination engages. And so He wants us to do this dance. So we're in a historic moment. On Sunday, I talked about the spirit of war. Christina saw an angel, a red angel, like like crazy. Stuff is being lined up. And God wants us to know what it is to dance with Him to move with Him and not just sit back and postulate our eschatological theories while we're sitting there with a bucket of popcorn and our life is not changing. He wants to teach His people how to move. Can someone say Amen? He wants to to, to show His people how to move because faith without movement and action is dead. It's not agreement or mental assent. It actually brings miracles and change. That's what it does. So this is what I think. The Bible is a genius book written by a genius God. He is omniscient. He knows all things. And I'll tell you what, you go, okay. So after 
Jacob learnt this lesson. He learnt this lesson. He then went into the situation that not only would deliver him from a bad experience, probably fatal with his brother, but he completely changed on the inside. He changed internally. Why? Because God changed his name. This is really important. Learning how to move with God got Jacob ready to lay a hold of God. And then the Scripture, don't put it up, I'll just read it. I'm gonna draw a parallel here because we find the New Testament in the Old concealed and the Old Testament in the New revealed. And so we have here, Holy Ghost. This got me so whacked before. It just hit me, like a ton of bricks. And, and the Lord said, let me go for the day breaks or the day is dawning. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So he said to him, what is your name? Obviously a rhetorical question. He said, Jacob. And he said, your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel, for you have struggled with God and with men and have prevailed. And you go, all right, so he got delivered and blessed. But it actually said here, he prevailed with God. And what happened, it wasn't just a profound encounter, something changed on the inside of him. Let's draw a parallel to 2 Peter chapter 1, where it says, you were, we were on the holy mountain with the Lord. We were on the Mount of Transfiguration. I'll actually read it. I don't want to paraphrase it. So Peter is telling everyone through his epistle, his letter, what happened on the Mount of Transfiguration. 2 Peter 1.19. And we have this prophetic word confirmed, which you do well to heed as a light that shines in a dark place. Until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your heart. I'll tell you what right now is that we were talking about people waiting passively for some external thing to happen. Yes, Jesus is coming back, amen, I believe that. He's coming back, He's coming back, absolutely. But what happens, He's coming back for a bride without spot or blemish. And for that to happen, we need the morning star. Jesus is the morning star, He gives us the morning star. He is the morning star. The morning star is that star you see that remains until the day breaks. And what happens when we allow the Lord on the inside to grow and change and illuminate in and through us till our nature is changed, then the dawn breaks. Then we see the manifestation of the kingdom of glory. Isn't it interesting that Jacob prevailed with God and he said, you need to let me go. What's the reason? Because the day is about to break. Is it possible that Jacob moved God so much like David did Moved God so much like Mary did that possibly on a parabolic metaphorical level that a manifestation of the kingdom of heaven through his breakthrough was about to break through so dramatically it was about to throw out the covenantal timelines of the meta narrative. Who wants to give that one a go? Jesus says to Mary, it's not my time. And then next thing he does, he does the miracle. 
And then God says, I, uh, it's not for you to know the times and the seasons that the Father has set in His authority, but you go therefore. There are times and seasons set. There's a chance that Jacob, as an infant, was so determined he laid a hold of the heel of his brother and he actually laid a hold of that on the inside, but he used it in a deceiving way and he learned to move with God, dance with heaven to the point it was the preparatory phase for him to lay a hold of God. I have seen God face to face and have prevailed. And he laid a hold of him and God says, you have prevailed with God and man. I have, you have to let me go because the day's breaking. That is a mind blowing possibility. And we are in mind blowing times. I want you to be excited. Can someone say Amen? amen. We have to get in that habit. You know, you know when, when I was, we, we, people like this, like this, I say smile, and it just and people don't because they don't know how to put action. Or they go, you can't tell me to smile. Don't let me make you stumble. See, a lot of movement is a dance. What's heaven doing? I do it here. Heaven is smiling. Smile here. Heaven speaking truth in love, speak truth in love here. There's movement and voice and noise in heaven. And, and to do that here, it's to the point, it says there was silence in heaven for half an hour. Don't let stubbornness and rebellion lock you out of your destiny because it's stupid. I want us tonight as a takeaway to go, dancing with heaven is faith in action or faith movement. And we've got to learn to move it, move it. <laughs> oh, yes, we do. We think hear, believe and do. Tonight God's saying hear, do and believe. Hear, do and believe. This is what I want us to do. If we can put on the, 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 the pads. Stand up if you can. Stand up if you can. I just... Now, just, we're, gonna, we're, just, we're gonna go for another five or 10 minutes. We're gonna keep the thing on the uh, live stream. Now, close your eyes, even if you're home. Even if you're home. Now, it says, whatever is not of faith is sin. To him who knows to do good, but doesn't do it, to him it is sin. To the pure, all things are pure. We've got to learn to synchronise movement and faith. Absolutely. I'm gonna, ask, I'm gonna pray and ask the Holy Spirit in a minute just to touch. But in a second, this is what I want people to do. I want you to get, we don't usually do this. I want you, we're gonna do a couple of things. But I want you to do this in faith. In a second, I'm gonna pray and after that, I want you to give the Lord a wave offering. A wave offering. Like, like, I want you to, I want you to, and you go, well, that's gooby gooba. But what happens is this, we have to get over that, nah. And we have to, but I don't want people to go, oh, this is not Simon Says. I want you to do it as you're thinking about pleasing the Lord. I want you to do, do it as you're thinking about as I move, angels start to move. I want you to do it as you, as you move, things start to shift in the Spirit because you're pleasing the Lord. I'm gonna pray first and there'll be something else we'll do in a second. Holy Ghost, I just thank You for everyone here. 
I thank You for everyone here. Right now, we break a spirit of passivity in this nation, in leadership, people sitting in the boats. We break it, spirit of fear. We break that in the Name of Jesus. We thank You, Lord God. We thank You, Lord God, the spirit of Caleb, the spirit of Joshua. We thank You for the spirit of the miraculous. Oh, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. And Lord, we love You. Holy Spirit, we honour, we thank You. We're gonna be in the Eastern Gate, not to get our brains beaten in, but to be great and mighty warriors, great and mighty in battle with You and Your goodness. So right now, Lord, we just thank You. We love You. We love You. Just turn the pads up just a tiny bit if you can. And this is what I want you to do. When you actually engage in that wave offering to the Lord, I want you to attach your faith. I want you to receive an impartation from Him. And you will receive an impartation, especially if you smile at Him. I want you to do something so simple. So whenever you're ready, I want just a wave offering. Move those arms. Offer those arms as the healing instruments. Those you're presenting the very vehicle that's gonna do miracles. And I want you to receive an impartation from the Lord. An impartation. Smile at Him, thank Him, offer it up with a pure heart. God is seeking worshippers, those who worship Him in spirit and in truth. Holy Ghost, we thank You for all these holy hands, lifting up holy hands without anger, without wrath. And we thank You for all the miracles You're gonna do through these hands, all the demons You're gonna drive out with these hands. Right now, I thank You. I thank You for these hands to be mighty. And Lord, I pray that these hands are clean. Who may ascend the hill of the Lord? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his heart to an idol nor sworn deceitfully. Just a bit longer, just a bit longer. And just smile at the Lord and just receive that because none of this is a, it's, it's just, Lord, I just love You. I thank You. And I thank You that movement is connected to breakthrough. Movement is connected to warfare. Movement is connected to faith. And right now we are synchronising with heaven because in heaven they are lifting up holy hands. In heaven they are worshipping around the throne. And we choose to dance with You, Lord. We thank You for the gathering of two camps, heavenly and earthly, heavenly and earthly. Thank You, Holy Ghost. Thank You, Holy Ghost. Thank You, Holy Ghost. A little bit longer, there's such a realm here, oh my goodness. Thank You, Jesus. Come on, it's all about movements. It's all about movement and attaching your faith to that movement. Some of you guys who haven't been sleeping well, you're gonna sleep great tonight. You're gonna sleep great tonight. Some of you have had aches and pains, especially in your lower back. You're gonna feel something loosed in Jesus' Name. Hallelujah. We thank You, Lord. We thank You for stomach issues. We thank You for IBS. Release and healed in the Name of Jesus. We thank You, Holy Ghost. We thank You, Holy Ghost. We thank You. We thank You for feet disorders, especially bunions and, and, and bone spurs. We just break that in the Name of Jesus because Lord, we do what is pleasing in Your sight. And when we do that, we synchronise with heaven and it's easy to receive grace. Holy, holy. Holy, 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 holy. This is the, <laughs> now there's a lot of whack in here, okay? I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you. Holy Ghost, 
This is the, the last thing we'll do. There's gonna be a couple of minutes. I only want you to do this with people you know or are comfortable with, or you ask them in a second. I want you either in pairs or small groups. I want you to pray impartation. And, as, and if someone says, I've also need healing or something, I want you to, you to speak up, but we're gonna about two or three minutes. We're not gonna be long. It could be just a pair or a small group. But remember, listen, listen, it's about movement. It's about movement. Don't go, oh gosh, I'm socially awkward. I don't like this. No, be excited about moving and laying hands. Even if it's an impartation, I expect a bit of glory to break out because what's happening, you're stepping out and this is an open heaven. Can someone say Amen? So quickly, either in pairs, people you know are comfortable with or you ask them just quickly, just quickly for a couple of minutes. I want you to do that. Can you pull up, pull up the pads a bit, please, Trev? Just a little bit. Holy Ghost, impartation, impartation. Holy Ghost, impartation, even if you need healing. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. Remember it's movement, movement. Well, there's some movement going on. There's some movement going on. There we go. Movement going on, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. That's all good, it's all good. Holy Ghost, impart, impart. Holy Ghost, woo, woo. <laughs> yep. 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 Holy Ghost. Drink deep. Drink deep. Drink deep. There we go. Drink deep. There we go. Movement brings power. Woo! <laughs> Come on. There we go. Movement brings power. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Keep going. Holy, 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 holy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory. Come on. Movement brings manifestation. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. <laughs> Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy, 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 Holy. Holy. Holy, Holy, Holy. Holy, holy, holy ghost. Shalababa sikarabababa. Shama sikarabababa. Salababa rabababa. Shizaramalalalala. Miracles, signs, wonders, deliverance. Signs, wonders, miracles. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Movement brings the miraculous. 
Movement brings the miraculous. The dance of heaven, the dance of heaven, the dance of heaven, the dance of heaven. Angels, angels dancing and working with people. Holy Ghost, keep going, keep going. Holy, 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 holy. Keep receiving, come on, keep drinking. Holy, 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 holy. <laughs> holy, 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 holy. Holy. There's some good things happening. Holy. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Guys, there's still a lot of angelic activity in the Holy Ghost here. <clears throat> holy, 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 glory, 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 glory. Thank you, Lord, for the well winds of God replacing confusion and chaos. Thank You. Thank You, Holy Ghost. Thank You, Holy Ghost. Thank You, Holy Ghost. Holy, 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 Holy. Holy, Holy, Holy. Oh, come on. Holy, 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 holy Lord, holy, holy Lord. Shalalalala, mumala, shalalala. Holy Ghost, holy Ghost, holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord. God's still moving, just... <clears throat> holy, 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 Lord. Jesus, thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Holy, laying on our hands. Holy. Holy. Hallelujah. 
see, when you move, you've got to start to see that you're moving with the angelic, especially when you pray impartation, especially when you pray for the sick. You're moving with the angelic. Holy Ghost, is it the will of God for people to be filled with the Spirit? Yes. Is it the will of God for people to be healed and demons leave? Yes. Holy. People are still getting touched. The gates are still open in the Spirit. If you're watching this live stream, have a drink. Have a drink. Have a drink. Show the Lord your teeth. Show Him those teeth. Amazing, you're amazing, church. Amazing, amazing. So hungry. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Cause we're hungry, hungry hippos. Hungry, hungry hippos. <laughs> hippos. Hungry. Holy Lord, there's an army rising up. It's an army rising up. Holy, holy, holy. The dancing of two camps. The dancing of two camps. The dancing of two camps. Holy. Aren't we wonderful people? We've left the live stream on for ministry. Because you guys say, What are you doing? Mm. People are getting touched. 